0: We are the nearest thing to the Lord that many lost people will ever be around. And uh, we want to speak on this subject. If you have your Bibles, I want to take a text verse from Matthew 5, verse 16. God said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, glorify your Father which is in heaven. When you think about this verse, God is making a request here. He said, let your light so shine before men. I've noticed one of the things that I believe church people do wrong, uh, they want to make sure everything is right when they're around another professing Christian. God wants us to let our light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. I think it's more important for me to watch what I say, what I do around lost people than it is around saved people. probably never heard a preacher make that statement before, but that's my conviction, and I preach my convictions. Because the average lost person sees no difference in them and some church members. They go to the same places, They dress a lot. Somebody, I know who somebody is, but we're uh, working on that situation. But they put a picture on my Facebook page of a young lady in a red dress, and and I was uh, thinking, you know. I've been in churches where church members dress less than she had on. See, there's just not much difference between church members and the world. The only difference is when church members are around other church members. God said, let your light so shine. Let your light so shine. Before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Whether we agree with it or don't agree with it, Christians ought to look different in how they dress, places they go, what they do, than lost people. But today, it doesn't matter. Anything goes. The world can be divided into two kinds of people. First, there are the believers who in the Beatitudes are called blessed, indwelt by God because of Christ. Still in Matthew, look at verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely, for my sake. God said, Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. There are the people who realize their spiritual helplessness. Show sorrow over sin, and are meek or bounced between extremes, hungry for God's righteousness, merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers. The other group consists of the unbelievers of this world. They are proud, self-sufficient, and do not understand their own righteousness before a holy God. The other group consists of the unbelievers. Two groups, saved people and lost people. But yet, I remember years ago, I would go home, and I passed by a church that was being dismissed. The young ladies came out in short shorts. Said, "Well, you know. Well, you know what." you don't wire short shorts to church. You shouldn't wire shorts to church. You shouldn't want to wire shorts to church. See, it's got to do with love. And when you love somebody, You don't want to be an embarrassment to them. And there are so many professing Christians in this world today, I believe they are an embarrassment to my Savior by their speech, by their dress, by their attitude, where they go, who their best friends are. But I don't have to stand before God for them. But I will have to stand before God if I don't preach on it. The believer influences the unbeliever by what he is, not by what he has. Let me repeat that. The believer influences the unbeliever by what he is, not by what he has. Christ did not say, you have salt and light to dispense, but rather, ye are the salt, ye are the light in the world. Matthew 5, verse 13 says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his Savior. I mean, young people now, if they got saved, they wouldn't have to give up much Because the other saves for doing just like the laws. And people said, Well there's so many other things to preach. Why would you preach on that? Oh, I'm not preaching this because I like to preach on it. I'm preaching on it because God put it on my heart. And when He puts it on my heart, I'm gonna preach. If everybody leaves, I'll preach to the flyers when I get finished, I'll say, amen, lead the building, and say, thank you, Lord. The believer's very presence in this world acts as salt and light, preventing corruption and exposing error. Being blessed means having God's nature within. You know that? Notice 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 4. God said here, 2 Peter 1 4 whereby are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises, that by these, what? These promises, that ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Because of Christ, the believers are no longer fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, or affinments, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor turbanists, nor drunkards, nor revilers. See, there's a difference. Between a lost man and a saved man, I was at a home in Carlisle a while back. It was hot. The wife, she had on enough clothes you could put in a good-sized pocket. And uh, the man had on a T-shirt, you know, what What they call them, the t- no arms about, you know, they're called something, and a pair of shorts. And he looked at me and said, this serious? He said, preacher? I said, yes, sir. Do you ever wear shorts? I said, yes, sir. But I wire pants over top of them. He said, What? Yeah. Shorts and T shirts for men is underclothes. Pants and a shirt is dressed. Now don't get upset. I mean, you know, seeing an old hairy leg, I mean it turns me on, don't it? Turn you on? Turns my stomach on. But that's just my opinion based on the Word of God, Steve. Based on the Word of God. But he didn't stop. He said, what if me and my wife wanted to come to church? I said, well, now that we've had this conversation, you're welcome. But if you came and came back and came and came back, I'd ask the church for a love offering to buy y'all some clothes. He said, that wasn't very nice. Now it's as honest truth. Some of y'all that have been married the last three, four years. You know how much wedding dresses are? My goodness, you gotta take out a loan. Why wouldn't you wear a tank top and shorts to the wedding? Because I've got to outdo the other one. You miss what God said. How does the Christian influence the world? Because of Christ, the believers are no longer fornicators and idolaters, nor adulterers, nor offendements. See, when God saves you, there's a difference. Our, every part about you differs. God said in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and verse 9, Know ye not, that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. All we do is laugh at them, don't we? You know, they come in walking funny and their are little. Hands like that, and you know, looking all, whatever they look like, and we, some say, well, no, God's more interested in the heart. Well, when God changes the heart, you know what else He changes? When God changes the heart, you know what else He changes? Nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. See, the problem is that you can't distinguish. head of the Republican Party, see, uh, Nicholas County is mostly Democrats, so now you know what I've got to tolerate. It's a Democratic, but the head of the Republican Party said, what do you think, Reverend? I said, well, that's correct that I don't like to be called Reverend, but what do I think the problem is? You can't tell the difference between every re- a Republican and a Democrat. They all smell. They all smell the same. They all dress alike. They all talk alike. They all believe a lot. That's the same problem of Christianity, and that's why that. The church has lost its influence. Church has lost the influence. Because of Christ, the believers are no longer. God said in First Corinthians chapter six and verse nine. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit in, in the kingdom of God? Then he, he gives us a whole list. I'm not making that list. I'm just reading it out of old King James. God said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, and then he lists all of these. Well, preacher, God is more interested in the heart. But you know what happens when I fell in love with my wife and, and I loved her in my heart? That stopped me from doing a lot of things I used to do. God tells us here in these verses. And we need to take heed to them because uh, we're telling the lost person, we just want you to join church. Just join church. But it takes more than church membership to go to heaven. In verse eleven, it said, "And such were some of you." Didn't you remember reading verse nine and ten and seeing that when you were lost, you used to do some old things? I did. So God said, "And such were some of you, but." Ye are washed. Ye are sanctified. Set apart. There's a problem with adultery. is because young wives and young husbands, you can't do like you was doing before that knot was tied. He said, you're sanctified now. You're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. See, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. To be accepted is a power. Why do you think young people leave home and, and hang out with a bunch of no goods? Because they feel important. God said in in Titus two fourteen, you know it's it's just uh, so amazing. We are a peculiar people. We are peculiar. And uh, that's uh, what that guy told me over in Nicholas County. He he said, I really like you, Brother Vance, but you're really peculiar. I said, thank you, sir. I'm glad you see the difference in me. I'm no better than you. I deserve hell, even though I've been saved now for a long time. I deserve hell. But Jesus, he lifted way down there in that mire, and he brought me out. And some of the thoughts would embarrass you. See, God knows every thought I have. word translated peculiar, you know, means who constitute his possessions. It is the difference in their character which distinguishes them. Peculiar. The adjective, blessed, Means not only to indwell by God because of Christ, but also being fully satisfied. Having obtained peace with God through Christ, the believer is more fulfilled than if he had all the world of his possessions because we can go to Hollywood and we see millionaires are drugging herself to death, or committing suicide, none of that will satisfy. But when you come to know the real Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Matthew 16, Matthew 16, God says here in verse 26 he said for what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul do you realize that in our families In our work relationships, the people are giving up their soul for another bottle, another trip, another night out with somebody that's not our wife. They're giving up glory for that. And I, you know, I, I guess there's something wrong with, with me because I was sitting there this morning real early, going over this, and I said, "There's a gentleman that uh, listens. He comes into the Facebook and he he'll, he'll listen, but he won't stay on if unless I'm preaching like something this. Or he'll stay with me right to the end." and he'll take what I say, and he'll blow it out of proportion. said, so don't that bother you? Not at all. Too late, he doesn't hurt it. And when you hear it, the Spirit of God does what he wants to do with it. God says in Mark 8, 36 Mark 8:36 He says right here in the 36th verse of the 8th chapter of Mark For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul We go to Luke nine twenty-five. It says the same truth. Are you willing to gain, hell to fulfill the lust of the flesh while you're here on earth? Seeing the believers contentment despite poverty and and physical suffering the unbelievers are amazed <laughs> and we see some who have a you know and man I I'm thankful a man works hard for what he he can bible what he wants but in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 10 God says, As sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. When you have Jesus, you've got all things, says Henrietta. I mean, you have possessed the most powerful, richest, loving individual you could imagine because God has, he can change my health into sound body. He can change my mind. He can bring out an old, lost uncle I didn't know I had that gave me money after money after money. Because Proverbs said, it is God that gives you the ability to get rich. So as we uh, close, said it's a short message. I just preach until I'm finished. Most of my problem is I don't know when God's finished. I don't preach on these type subjects to hurt anybody's feelings. But I know one thing, a person that's got Christ in their heart don't want to destroy somebody just because you don't like them. So likewise, the believer is Light, because Christ is the light of the world. He said, I just, yeah, but that's, well, I don't know. only thing I know, I, I'm sure my two sisters did remember. I remember very well, you know, but, you know, when we didn't have running water and we didn't have electric and we didn't have a phone and we didn't have TV but see, the problem was, I didn't think anybody had it. But now with the Internet and, and cell phones, you know, if somebody gets a $100 dress for $40, everybody that's on their list knows about it. You know, I'm just blessed, I'm, I'm just blessed, blessed, blessed. You're lost. You're going to hell, and you're blessed because you got a dress on sale. I don't understand that, Steve. <laughs> I, don't understand. I, got a, I got a good friend. He's a, uh, a psychologist, and, and uh, yeah, the first couple three months when my wife passed away, I talked to him. Yeah. Not the same of it at all. If you're ashamed same of it, just so pretend you didn't hear me. But I'm not the same of it. If I got a leak, I'd call a plumber. If I got a backache, I'd call a doctor. If I got a spiritual problem, I'd get in the Word of God and pray that the Spirit will give me utterance. Likewise the believer is light because Christ is the light of the world according to John eight twelve. He can only reflect Christ's light. And if Christ doesn't live in me, I can't reflect his light. Jesus admonished. Us. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven, Matthew 5:16. And our last scripture, found in John 8:12. One day the total universe will be completely transformed by Christ. The believer's life should manifest the beginning of this transformation, what I just said is that each day I ought to be more like Christ and less like the world. And if I'm not, then I'm, I am backslid that day. And you know how you take care of backsliding? You ask God to forgive you. We're so afraid of what people think. Let me, let me let me let you in on a little secret. They don't. They don't think. And whatever they don't shame you on the day, three weeks, they won't even remember it and we're still eating up because of what somebody said. But God is the same. today, Yesterday and tomorrow. Sound leader, piano's trump.